Okay, so you guys, I just like to let you know that I recorded this conversation, but I would like you guys to let me know if I can edit it. I, I didn't want to tell you guys, <laughs> but I recorded it. So, if you guys are cool, I could. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you guys are not okay, so, so, I'll post it. What's up everybody? How's it going? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another interesting episode of Africa Rice Podcast. Today, we are switching things up as you have heard from the intro clip and um, just letting you guys know I'm taking part in a current fellowship um, with IDO.org and it's basically about um, training SRHR, that is Sexual and Reproductive Health Rights Advocates to better advocate for the sexual and reproductive health rights of adolescents. And so we are working on designing a project or coming up with a program that could better serve the needs of adolescent girls and boys, especially during their uh, puberty age and uh, in their sexual and reproductive health rights. So this is what happens every week we usually have a chat and chai session for those who don't know chai is tea <laughs> um also disclaimer we use lots of swahili here and there so my apologies to non-swahili speakers but you can be able to pick a thing or two anyways um so i didn't so we had agreed that we'll be having sessions where we could record what we talk about because it's really so integral to some of the conversations we get to have at Africa right and so at that particular day we were to talk about our menstrual experiences and record it and yeah people were you know ready but they felt like um, they needed more time to prepare and you know what I've realized that the more authentic a conversation is the more the audience is able to connect with us. So I was like, hmm, these girls don't know me. So what I did is I started recording when we were midway. So that's why you find that the conversation just starts all of a sudden about contraceptives. Sasa, I recorded it just like Kijuakali too. I just hit record on laptop because I was using the laptop at the same time. And I was not the host, so I couldn't record via Zoom. So yes, so it's really just a very an official conversation it, it gets real we talk about our experiences we talk about everything and nothing in particular guys so i just hope you can pick a thing or two or get entertained rather with our stories so <laughs> we got to talk about sex we got to talk about contraceptives for teenagers we got to talk about boy child empowerment pregnancy child upbringing we got to talk about romantic relationships who should make the first move just everything in particular and just like uh you know should you have relationships at your workplace or not and everything in between guys so just get to listen to it i hope that you enjoy and again a disclaimer all the views that we have expressed in this podcast is not affiliated or does not express the views of idea.org or any of its employees because we are independent contractors so please do not attach anything that we say to the organization without sorry guys so without further ado just let's get into the uh, podcast and i hope you enjoy bye guys anybody should have contraceptives because we have a case where a nine 
ya all the yani hata sijui ndio alikuwa anaelekea the first menstruation or something got pregnant sasa unachangaa what are you going to do to help this girl sasa 9 year old ashadu about sex so and uh, mostly condoms yani don't work for these girls and uh, sa zingine they cannot pia negotiate for that safe sex at na say wa tumie cd ya manini so i think just contraceptives ni ina work uh, yeah i know for sure it can but nikipeleka topic ka hiyo kwetu mtakuwa excommunicated <laughs> can i just add something yes so uh, okay let's look at it from a legal perspective yeah So there's this thing like in law currently like in Kenya sexual consent is at the age of 18 years yeah so it is said that someone who is below the yeah. age of 18 does not have the mental capability to consent to sex or not so when someone is found that's why if a man most of the times it's surely the man is found engaging in sexual activity with a teenager below the age of 18 it will be construed as rape because you know rape is when you have sex with someone against their consent so even if that person agreed to it aliingia na mguu yake na mkono yake it will still be construed as rape because it is seen that this person does not have the mental capability to consent to sex so this according to the law this person does not have uh, the uh, the right mindset to get into sex maybe they'll be coerced or it feels good so you of course enjoy it even if maybe you don't know if you want to engage in it or not so how can we then be giving contraceptives to people who do not even have the legal ability or the mental ability to know if they want to engage in sex with this person or not i'm talking like this because i have two teenage um siblings one is 15 years old um, a, a boy my my brother and my sister is 13 years old to me i just find them to be babies so i can just imagine uh, i will not be comfortable with uh, schools that are openly giving condoms or contraceptives to these children at because um, the only thing we are preventing is pregnancy because as I, i still insist that there is so much that comes in play with this, uh, with engaging in sexual activity and you'll ask yourself why is it that teachers had always been very strict when they find girls and boys engaging in romantic relationships because at that age i feel like you you don't even know why you're engaging in a relationship with someone at that age you don't even know what you want in life how much more do you have the ability to know if you want to engage in sex or not so the gospel we're supposed to be preaching in these schools is just focus on your education at that age someone is very curious sasa tamani hako anajua atasema oh hebu let me go and try it out and somehow the things we used to be told like you know when boys would get circumcised they would be told if you just sleep with a girl like your your nini your whatever your penis will be so big or you will die they used to lie to us but it really <laughs> it really reduced a lot of things and now we are giving too much knowledge to these children and they just don't know what to do with it so i honestly feel like as you are making these decisions put in mind someone like your future daughter or son 
or sibling how comfortable will, will you be with them being taught a lot about sex something that if they wouldn't know it wouldn't harm them uh valerie this is happening to i don't know if it's happening it's happening in like all countrywide this uh i have two cousins one is 13 the other one is 15 so they are girls so in the school they open school like mm-hmm. now since last year but yeah since 2019 every time they are reporting to school they have to be tested for pregnancy like all the girls need to be tested for pregnancy so regardless of whether the girl is a virgin or not so you find that the moment that you should start subjecting them to such things the kids get curious i mean where we've been searched for these things how does the actual thing happen now how am i supposed to get pregnant you know so when that curiosity is uh, brought to their conscious mind you find that they will want to experiment with stuff so that's why my idea for allowing them the option of having contraceptive comes in because these kids do want to experiment right so if we leave them out of the option they might actually found, find themselves in a messy situation. Another another case is uh, when I was interviewing my friend early in the week, I went to the marketplace. So there's this tiny girl, she's, mm-hmm. uh, I think, yeah, she's in class seven now. She's called Hope. So this baby uh, likes entertaining students. So on this particular day, she was telling guys how she has learned to, to blow job because her and her sister watch porn at night. So one of the guys joked and told her, hey, to just show us how it is done. Just picked a cucumber and said, you know, blowing the cucumber. So everyone in the market was like shocked. <laughs> and again, we can't, the people in the market can't tell her mom what she's been doing because mom can only watch her. My kid is always right. My kid is well mannered. Mm-hmm. But she has this weird, queer behavior. She, sometimes she dresses uh, funny. Then she's going to see a boy or just a man going to the marketplace. She has, she's always having something sexual to talk about. And she's in class 7. So imagine if such a kid uh, starts engaging in, uh, in sexual encounters. And uh, let's say she's doing it with multiple partners, right? Yes, she's at that age, but men are still men. These people are visual. They want to have sex with anything that works, any anything that has blood pumping. So if she's given the option of of uh, contraceptives or I don't know what can be done about her situation, but basically I think these kids have been exposed too much to the point that don't need to leave anything out. Anything is possible with these kids we have. They yeah, want to experiment too much. They want... Yeah. Can I just use the analogy of alcohol? Yes. So, like, you know, um, the knowledge of alcohol is that we all know that alcohol is good and bad. And at the same time, I can also say that sex is good and bad. Yeah? So, they're always advertising on TV, um different you know uh, alcohol brands and brewery companies and you know the different beers and whiskeys and all that and there's always a disclaimer at the end 
that says drink responsibly and that uh, not for sale for persons under the age of 18 years. So I would like to use the same analogy to sex. Um, I, I feel like sex is as bad to young people below the age of 18 as alcohol is bad. And the, and the reason is because, yes, um, just like, you know, they never say that, okay, you're 15 years, but you can practice drinking responsibly. I don't know if you're getting my point. Like, of course, alcohol is bad, but you can drink it responsibly. But still, that is only for persons who are 18 years and above. So you can't go to a bar or to a wines and spirits shop and say that, hey, I'm 15 years, but... I will drink, I'll drink responsibly. I only want one beer. You can't say that and they can't give it to you. So it's the same. Um, engaging in sex, especially let's say if someone has multiple partners, is dangerous. And that is why we are always having campaigns of, you know, chukwa selfie, um, use contraceptives. As much as that is important for people who are not married and are engaging in sex, or even those who are married, we cannot apply the same uh, the same concept to people who are below the age of 18 years in the sense that i mean i i feel like the focus is really on pregnancy and this is what i was just trying to say with the girl who i had interviewed who was like banished from her family and was chased from school because she was pregnant it's as if pregnancy is the worst thing ever i feel like let us look up at all the other things surrounding um, this girl, like the girl you've just talked about, I feel like the best solution for her is to sit down with her, to caution her and tell her that she has gone ahead of her age. And honestly, she has. And what she needs to do is to focus on her education because there is a time for everything. She probably is not in the right mind to know if what she's doing is good for her, for her growth and for her development or not. And I still insist that when someone is engaging in sexual relations, there is so many emotions involved that I don't feel like someone who is below 18 years can have the ability to deal with it. What are too confused, they'll be daydreaming in class, thinking of when next they'll go and sleep with the next girl or boy. So I feel like I feel like let us not make it look like pregnancy is the worst case scenario. See, Utazana Wendele, but how about someone who is openly engaging in like sexual activities because they are using contra contraceptives? Have we, have we really solved the so a solution in the society? Uh, when we think about it in that line, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But then again, there are these kids, especially like the older teens, uh, that is 16, 17, they feel that, you know, they're able, they're mature enough. I mean, like, countries like the U.S., consensual age is 16. So these kids feel they're, they're grown. Some of them even look bigger than us who are, like, almost 90. So, I don't know, some people, especially men, they will, I feel that they take advantage of of these kids and uh, they don't factor in their age just because the kid looks mature i mean sometimes i'll, I'll go nairobi town and mamisha you know just a total stranger and i'm like yo 
that's not what we do in this country. Like, <laughs> I just look so young. I'm like, excuse me, I'm almost 30. <laughs> you know, so most men will tend to to tell these kids, oh, they look mature, and you know how being appreciated by someone works for girls. It's like the opening mm. factor. You tell a girl she looks good, she smells good, she dresses well, and her esteem is to the roof. <laughs> so now some of these girls will most likely tend to adjust and hang around such people who boast them more. So they will end up even like trying out things like sex which they're not supposed to be doing with these people because they have received a certain type of approval. I just don't know. These kids nowadays any little mother taboo. You and your small educated intervention na church elder, village elder, familia yako yote but now this is something so so general i mean it's pregnancy so what what next what after so i don't know these kids need to be first educated drilled the education into their mind they need to be conscious about themselves they need to stop assuming that whatever people post on social media is real they need to be accountable for their own self-being because nowadays parents are so absent maybe by the about absentia parents my mom, my mom, my mom, my mom is ex-GSU, so woman was like really never there. So I can say I grew myself up, so things I know now, so now I'm going through that because maybe they're a product of single parents, maybe the parents are just not there at all. And you know, I've been really thinking about it, like, I would just see how, like, uh, things have changed and like right now, with the COVID-19 students, I mean, children have now to resort to online learning. And what does this mean? Is that one, they need a phone so that they can be in WhatsApp groups with their classmates and teachers to get updates about classes. And so when they're not attending classes, what is happening? There's Chrome, there's a lot in the media, you know, pornographic sites and just socialites and social media, like influencers who really have no direction if anything wanna poteza to our children so um these things have been there before it's just that right now they have more access to it so what i feel like is that of course if someone has if someone is in a position of authority maybe they're a big sister to someone or a big brother or a parent we need to take up parental roles more seriously and for those who unfortunately will always be in situations where we'll always have such people when the parents are absentees nini nini and so it's the society to bring up this child i think we need more organizations that offer mentorship to like girls and not just girls you know but even like young boys because you know most of the times you're always focusing on the girls 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 and forgetting that even these boys when they are 15 16 years they're still children and they need to be guided so i think we need to have more mentorship in primary and high schools something like big sister big brother sessions 
where once in a while you can just have like your pen pal or someone whom you can confide with and like to show them direction i think these people they need to be shown direction to tell them that look there's something called pornography there's something called um this and that there's something called alcohol this something called sex but because we have all these things does not mean you need to try everything out not everything that you see being glamorized like it's the right thing is right for you just have a clear mind and that's what i always tell my siblings because they have phones we like keep going through their phones to know oh i'm on gana nani or oh, are they dating and they're in primary and high school no but i always tell them look there are all these things on instagram on what but who are you as a person and so when you empower them that way they will know that they'll be able to make the right decision i think that's what we can just do yeah and also even like after all the girls we need to stop taking life so lightly mm-hmm. so i have this weird friend yani wanakonga tu wameona pregnancy is it for them like wakishapata mimba they are done for so all they have this weird slogan that they keep saying ati afadhali kupata una aid you watu hawataona kuliko kupata una mimba you mimba jana itakasa and i'm like excuse me sis at the end of the day mimba mtoto anazaliwa ngo and you back to normal mm-hmm. it is something you live with like for the rest of your life some STDs and STIs are not like fully treatable they just give you medicine to suppress the the adverse syndromes and uh, and effects and, but still they just can't get that through mm-hmm. and i'm like what what line are you even drawing and it is just i don't know what we shall do <laughs> it's so <laughs> Any kinyo mesema is so true it's like the the elephant in the room ni pregnancy so ah as long as someone does not have is not pregnant like i think the biggest problem to all this is that the society has really really glorified sex to make it look like it's the best thing if you're not having sex i don't know what's wrong with you and this is seen in the songs in media in jokes in memes everywhere everywhere right now I can you can assure me when you go to your WhatsApp sta- to your WhatsApp and view status the first 10 status that you'll view at least one or two of them will be about sex when you go like sex 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 is made to be like is the eh it's like it's the coolest thing on earth and ata kuna it's just an an um, an imagination it's just a fantasy so i think we also need to like uh demystify that and debunk that belief that sex is everything in life it isn't so if people get to realize that it isn't then we'll solve so many things <laughs> masi is saying that sex is a basic need <laughs> having a conversation with my friends and mm-hmm. uh, thinking uh, what to say about needs and wants so is sex a need or a want <laughs> according to you is sex a need or a want because i was seeing actually yesterday it was a what a man was charged with alichajiwa because i deny the wife conjugal rights sasa kama hizo vitu zinaendelea kwa media how did you expect sasa kwa watoto huko kwa ground wa behave 
Ah. Ué? Oh, oh my, <laughs> Rachel, what do you think? Is sex a want or a need? What must you elaborate? <laughs> okay, and, uh, a need is something that really you cannot live without. A want <laughs> is something that you can live without. Lord have mercy. Uh, so, so what about sex? And like, it's just a discussion, actually. Uh, a holy <laughs> Okay, that's other people. How about you, Matthew? What do you think about how about you? Is is sex a need or a want? For me, it's, I think it's a want. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's not something. Me if I don't have it, I don't function. Yeah. weigh in on that personally personally i think to me it's a want i, th- I think it's something you can do without because like something you can't do without is like water oxygen food shelter like sex you know like you can do without it speaking from personal experience i have been a single i've been single for so long and i never died at it because i was not having sex i never breathed differently i didn't suffocate my health if anything became better you know because you're not scared at it. hey Abu, let me test am i pregnant hey what if this guy is cheating on you hey what if this person is not uh healthy and all that what if he passes like their diseases on you or anything so me personally to me i feel like it's want and then for other people you know there are people who like it depends for other people it's maybe a need or a want i don't know but personally i think it's a want you can do without it and i also like just tell everyone out there that you can do without it you can do without sex let it not be the determinant to maybe let's say your relationship with someone because you know the people who are so sexually attracted to each other and when they date all they do is have sex like if they argue they'll solve it by having sex and so if they're not doing that that they can never have any conversation like they are not intimate in any other way apart from physical intimacy so that has really made even many relationships to have a wrong foundation because sasa Yani, you can't even talk about anything. You, you're not even connected to this person. And so, like, rushing into sex makes it for you to not just be able to... Because, Ukisha, 
fika kwa point yenye ume relate na someone sexually there's a there's a point you can never go back <laughs> you can never go back to just being an acquaintance with this person so yeah that's very true <laughs> it has ruined a lot of relationships especially professional tell us more the moment you just <laughs> okay sasa you find that if in the two it's about a uh, dona alafu you have a subsequent recipient so unajua kuna wale ma potential you don't even know if they are married or not so like uh, for example next week mm-hmm. i have a whole week training full board and mm-hmm. they are taking you guys to you know it's a five star hotel so let's go see your certain uh, organization mtakom ikuza na other colleagues from other organizations najua saizi zoom imearibu maneno but normally nakuwa physical meeting so this is the first physical meeting that you have mm-hmm. so you find that there are people you look up to them professionally in those region uh, in those within your networks mm-hmm. for us it's the uh, yeah so you find that yeah you know your people are different programs then you know kuna just the fact that you are a girl especially for me a young girl a lafu a young professional who is working tukienda sasa for such a training ikuwe haoli for two hours sasa unajua hizo trips zinakuanga freestyle sasa zingine hata so you find that you are really free engaging just conversation drinking so that that moment you find that you have crossed the line with somebody you are looking up to hata anakuwa anakusaidia aje yani you cannot go back from there like the conversation changes completely like after you say zilikuwa unapata it changes from that mm. point like inakuwa tu a different story na yani it's something that does not really work for me and uh, i'm hoping that maybe i i should stay single and single for really feel single ya kuchocha <laughs> Rachel, it's easier said than done. Hi, it's easier said than done. As in, honestly, <laughs> there's a way you guys you look at this person, you saw them naked. You look at this person. 
the way they were reacting, the way you were reacting, maybe one of you cried at some point. Akimi no, as in it it can never go back. It can never go back to how things were. I'll just be like, no, it will be awkward. People will even know. Kwani, what is wrong with these people? Let me that you're talking about that um let me just say like uh, i saw a certain post i think it was by solomon bucci i think you guys know solomon bucci on instagram so he was saying as he you know we are adults right now and if you approach someone especially for the guys because they're the ones who approach us and you know very very well that you don't want any commitment any serious thing with this someone you just want to like have sex with them you just want to have a good time in quotes and it ends that way why don't you just go and tell that other person because they will be for it as opposed to like you going and saying that you know i'm seeing this you know growing into a marriage i want to have a long-term relationship with you and you know very well that you just want a night or two with them like what is so wrong with you saying what you want and the other person could also want the same and like you guys be good with it yeah that can actually work because sometimes fear you don't want commitment mm. so i think uh, maybe a conversation with those people but those are you the guts to start that conversation imagine me i've oh, been in us okay go ahead no, I was just uh, thinking out loud. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think about a girl <clears throat> making the first move on a relationship? Yani kuramtu mepkrashia mahali, so can you make that first move? Me, okay. I have before. <laughs> uh, and did it work? Yeah, actually, that was my longest relationship. Like, since 2016 to 2019. Because... Okay, I have this thing where relationships need to work as per my term. So if I make the first step, that means I'll kind of be calling all the shots. But then now, I can't come here to And I just have this thing, I guess, 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 I so I can't come here to because I've got a job, uh, DCI, 
So kidogo kidogo naanza ku track simu yangu and I'm like Wee. boy bye. <laughs> so tricky sana. Ah, I think that what you is catchy. But imagine I don't mind approaching the guy. I don't mind making the first move because after that I know I have like uh, an upper hand in calling the shot. So hata nikalia na hata nitumie kama tissue paper. Okay. I I share the same sentiments by the way. Me I've, I've always been you know like I'm a go getter naturally in life what I want I go for. But I've, like has jawai kwa successful ever anytime I reach out to a guy like I make the the first move <laughs> okay you know you could be cool with it some guys are cool with it but most men still have this ideology of like men are the hunters and women should be in the receiving end so they always feel like if you're shooting your shot kwani hakuna mtu anakutaka ama why are you being so desperate or they start like they start feeling like anyway it's you who wanted me it's not me but there are situations where you make the first move but clearly also this guy is like really super interested in you alafu pia kuna venye you make do you know that most of the times it's us girls who make the who make the first move but indirectly like you just make yourself available you're always hanging around where that person is like making the first move is not always at a high hey hey you nakapoa see i take you out for the uh, for dinner or something or see we go out like do something together no it's not always like that but like see unajeka to place unaji position strategically How about you Masi? Can you make the first move or, or have you ever made the first move? Uh, okay, I have this thing where if I have actually I'm a very confused person when it comes to my love life or sex life. So I'll just have a way of making that person make that first move. Mm. Indirectly, like agenda Hey, 
Yani unajua ile kuropoko hadi saizi I can't live with myself and that person is now convinced that I'm so into him. Do I make that first move na kumbe maybe ilikuwa alcohol. So I think actually maybe alcohol gives me the guts to do some things like that. <laughs> is this laughing? <laughs> So that happened that happened Lakini I don't know me I just feel like guys should be cool with them being approached by by girls cuz like imagine this is the 21st century sasa wakisema ati madem wako desperate if they are reaching out to you know if you make the first move do we ever say ati guys are desperate because they are making the first move we don't ever say do you know how many times i've had i've been interested in guys but like you can't go and make the first move even if it's indirect cuz you'll just make them like go you'll just make it will be so awkward or you know they look at you some type of way i think guys unajua most guys are crying at you hey kwani oh you know actually i know so many people who are single and also so many girls who are single and it's because guys are afraid of making the first move and girls want to make the first move but are scared of vile watachukuliwa aje but i just feel like guys should be cool with it and girls should just shoot your shot shoot your shot you'll go for a guy you like as opposed to always being the one unangojea unakuwa approach so you have to always compromise because it's them making the decision who they want to be with that's true that's true then again some men feel that when you approach them if you are starting your power on them so they kind of feel small okay little yeah so unapata alafu pia mbugi yake na shule kimwambia ai there's no way you can start this relationship and the girl was told you she likes you lazima ujifanye mtamu not complete let's see what she's going to do that's just funny be i just don't understand that species of people Okay so you guys I just like to let you know that I recorded this conversation but I would like you guys to let me know if I can edit it I, I didn't want to tell you guys <laughs> but I recorded it so if you guys are cool I could <laughs> No 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 if you guys are not okay So so I'll post it <laughs> Okay 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 so let me just actually ni ni let me end it i just recorded it with my laptop huko this other side but i'll edit it and then nitawatumia monev leiko and then yeah let me stop it